0: evening 10.09 on a Sunday. All right, so I've covered the basis of what it's like or what what human being, the meaning of a human being is. And everybody's definition is different. Well, let's talk about the feelings and emotions of being a human being. Now, people in this day and age have a hard time showing their emotions for whatever reason. Because when you're taught at a young age, you're not allowed to cry, you're not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that. Who says you can't? When you're a little boy who becomes a young man who becomes a grown man, they're not allowed to cry. Why? Why are women and everybody else can cry but men can't? That's a sign of strength. Any type of emotion you show is a sign of strength, but when you hide your emotions you hide your emotions, there's something wrong. And if you keep them bottled up inside for so many years, one day it's gonna come out and you're gonna do it at the wrong time. You can do it in front of your loved one, your significant other, your children, whoever's in the room with you, it's not healthy. It's not good for your health to keep your emotions bottled up inside. We were taught at a young age to express how we feel. To express our emotions and our feelings. Because that's what a human being has, is feelings and emotions. I've actually run across people that have no feeling or emotion in any type of situation. And that's a shame. Because that tells me you're cold, you're uncaring, you, you, just, you just don't care about anybody but yourself. You don't care about what's happening around you. What kind of a human being is that? I'll tell you, a human being that is non-existent. We as humans have to show emotion. Whether we are grieving, whether we're showing some type of happiness, good fortune, whatever it is, you need to show your emotions. Because if you hide from your emotions, you're denying your feelings of things in life, of people, of situations. And that tells me you are not a human being. Humans are very difficult creatures to understand. I'm sure that you know, you look, let's look at the animal perspective. Animals have feelings too, if you treat them wrong. If you mistreat them, if you abuse them, you don't think that they have feelings? And they have souls. You know, I'll give you an example. When my first cat passed away, my aunt, when we told her, you know what she did? Instead of like saying, oh, I'm sorry for your loss or anything like that, she laughed. She thought it was funny. And my mother took offense to that. My mother's like, that was a part of our family. You know, my mother got very close to the cat, the first cat we had. His name was Apollo, who was named after the god of war. He was beautiful. He was a black and white cat, two different color eyes, big bushy tail. He lived to be about 15. That was the first pet that I had. I got him when I was still a sophomore in high school. You know, we begging and pleading my parents to get an animal, you know, and, and they thought, well, you know, because I had a hamsters before that. I had fish, but a cat. It's just a different creature altogether. They're intelligent, number one, and they bring good luck. So don't think about the superstitions that people think about cats. Well, they're geared towards black cats, but cats in general bring you a sense of good luck and they're good for your health. They lower your blood pressure. So when we told her, she reacted the way we didn't think she would react. She laughed. But then when she told us when her bird died, you want me to laugh at that too? Because I think that that's very uncaring. My mother, that's why I could not get along with her own sister in law. Her ideas and her emotions and her feelings at certain things weren't, she didn't take things seriously. She laughed at everything, even in the most painful time. That's why my mother had such disdain for her sister in law. And I never understood why, but I think it was before that there was some kind of a conflict between the two of them. Now you think to yourself, and I always say, well, why don't you show your emotion? What's going to happen if you show your emotion to me? I'm going to shy away from you. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be near you. I'm not going to want to you know, talk to you. You got to understand something. Emotions are a part of life. If we don't show our emotions, how are we going to get through life? You keep everything bottled up inside, that's not good for your health. You're gonna to lead to a lot of health problems. Men in general, I would love to see a man cry. My father cried, perfect example. He cried when his, the love of his life, his, my mother was laying in the hospital with her blood, blood issue. She was in intensive care and he thought she was gonna die. Then when, when my father ended up and he survived having two heart attacks, my mother went through that process with him because she didn't want to lose the love of life. They had a very tight bond. I mean, my mother and father were, oh, my God, the most perfect couple you can have as an example. You know, happily ever after, was married for over 50 years, but they knew each other even before that time. And my father loved my mother, doted on her, and when she was sick, he would take care of her, and he would cook, and this and that. He was the perfect husband and a great father to us. So she was lucky to have a man like that in her life. And he didn't care if she worked or not. She worked outside the home. But she chose to be the housewife and mother. And he was fine with that. So they had a really great, loving a relationship that I'm trying to probably replicate with my husband. Because again... Emotions are important, especially when you're with somebody. If you bottle up your emotions or you don't show your emotions at all, it makes me think you're a cold, uncaring person that doesn't care about anybody but yourself. And if you have that mentality, if you have that mentality and you go through life like that, well, I'm sorry, I don't want to be around you. Because again, you're not showing your emotions to me, you're hiding them from me. Humans have an innate ability to show compassion. To show happiness to show sadness to show grief when you hide your emotions you're denying them and when you're denying them it's bad for you overall and for the people around you it's like saying okay this is how i feel about you this is when you start off a conversation with someone this is how i feel about you i feel love i feel happiness i feel pain i feel sadness Whatever emotion you're feeling at that time, but if you take that emotion and you bottle up inside, you never let it go, you never release it, you're gonna have a host of health problems. One day, those emotions, they're gonna erupt like a volcano, and you're gonna just unleash them to whoever's in the room, and it's gonna start off a war, a fight, you're gonna say some hurtful things, and that's not what you wanna do, because then you'll push the people that are trying to help you away. So what's the point? It's like, for the other example that I want to give, Oh, let's say if you're in a relationship with someone. I've been in a relationship where the person just didn't care. And I thought, wow. And you call yourself a human being? I'll talk about my ex for a minute. I know I said I would never bring up my ex, but he's a perfect example of what I went through with him. Turmoil, hell, chaos. There was no love there was more repulsion. He didn't want me around, so he wanted to try to get rid of me. Or he would just stay away altogether. And then when he would come home, it would be drunk, he would get violent, he would be verbally abusive. And even when I went through my illness, I'm like, well, I don't have anybody to talk to, but my family, my family was the only people that I'd actually turned to for anything. But I didn't really tell them what was going on. I kept it bottled up inside too. And I did cry. I think my mother sensed there was something wrong, but she goes, I don't like him at all. Even when I introduced him one time to the family, she just did not like him at all. She thought he was a little bit odd, bizarre, strange, just not the type of person I would want for my daughter. That's in her mind's eye. That's what she was projecting. And at the time I couldn't figure out why, and I think most of the family members agreed with her that. He's not the type of person you want to spend your life with because again he can hurt you now my mother had this sixth sense of what would happen to me if i stayed with him and i got myself out of it before it even got more violent than it was and again when you're battling an illness and you're dealing with that most of the times i was by myself so i handled all the rough stuff by myself that's why when you have someone in your life whatever crisis you're dealing with at the time whatever you're going through you do it you deal with it together because again anything can happen you know someone suffers an illness or what happens if if you know you lose someone in the process or or you know whatever emotion you guys you could you could battle it together you don't have to do this alone i always tell like back in the day with people, people would come to me for advice. So how did you handle all the things that happened in your life? So what did you do? What steps did you take? Well, I did cry. I would talk to myself. I would cry. I would be like the inner voice that would come out, like my younger self. Like, and there's an example here too. So they say, what would you say to your younger self if, you were, if they were sitting across the room from you? What would you say to them? Or what do you think they would say to you in the situation that you're in? What do you, And it's like, well, if I was my younger self, I would probably say snap out of it. Get on with your life. You know, you survived a lot and you're strong and you're still, you're still standing. You haven't been knocked down. You know, like when you go into a ring, into a fight, you fight with someone, may the best person win. So you're standing there and it's like you're fighting, it's like you against half of the people that betrayed you, that cheated on you, that lied to you, that made you feel insignificant. You're gonna stand tall and strong and you're gonna fight. And you're gonna keep fighting and push them out. You're gonna become the winner. You're not gonna get knocked down. Think of it in those terms. So even when I was with him, he made me feel insignificant, he made me feel insecure, he made me feel like I didn't belong. What am I going to be around for? I survived cancer that almost took my life. Did you think he cared? No. He didn't think I deserved to live. So this is what we call a jackass. And, uh, and I don't want to say anything else. I have other choice words in my head. But I'm not going to say them on this Sunday. Although it's almost over Sunday. But just like that, people have to show how you feel. Again, you sh- you don't show your emotions, you're denying them. You're keeping them bottled up inside until the day when you release them, you will attack the person you're with. It's happened. I've seen men. Men will reach a boiling point. You know, if a woman pushes and pushes and pushes that man. Now, depending on the guy, each person is different on how you handle your temper. Do you want temper flared? A man will attack a woman. At the first thing that comes out of her mouth, that the way she talks to him, the way she says something, the way he handles it, because he's not thinking at the time, he'll just hurt her. Physically, verbally, emotionally, whatever. When they say, don't push my buttons, well, what do you think that means? Don't get me angry enough that I'm gonna come at you and hurt you. My mother and father would fight. I can hear them yelling from upstairs, but never once did my father say, or didn't even think of, I'm going to teach her a lesson or I'm going to hit her. No, he never did that. And if he and if he knew that he was going to do that, he would walk out the door. Go for a walk. You go for a walk, you come back, and you forget what you fought. And that's the thing that you should remember. Don't let that anger fester, but don't let it go out where you're going to take that anger and you're going to attack your loved one with it. Because people do that. They hurt themselves or each other with words, with fists. That's uncalled for. And then there's children involved. It's the same thing. when parents can get angry at children. The parents can have a stressful day and just blow up their kids. And for what? If you're that angry, go for a walk, take a drive. Don't use your kids because they're there as your as the weapon that you need to use to, hey, look, I'm going to attack my, my children. I'm going to say hurtful things. I'm going to hurt them. That will turn you into a monster, and you don't want to be a monster to your children. Then your children will be afraid of you because when you teach them not to hit, and then you yourself or they see their father hitting you or vice versa, well, then you said, well, you taught us not to hit, but yet you're doing it. It's like when you discipline your child. You're doing it because you love them. But see, for me, my thoughts on that are just different. I feel bad. I could never, ever put my hand on a child. Never. But I've seen it done in front of me. And not very pleasant either. Some, some parents aggressively will hurt their child right in front of other people and don't care. I'm like, do you realize there's cameras here? And you can be charged with, quote, child abuse. And a parent will take offense and go, no, I'm disciplining my child. No, the way you're handling your child is very aggressive. You're believing bruises. That is not discipline. That's abuse. If you you don't know the difference, you shouldn't be a parent. And I've heard people say that to me. Oh, you don't know what it's like. Maybe I don't know now. But if I had a child or more than one child, there are ways to handle children, you know, when they have a temper tantrum or if they have, um, you know, if they just give you a hard time, you just do not abuse them. I'm sorry, discipline them where people can see cameras pick up everything and it'd be your word against the child. If the child says, yeah, my mom and dad were hurting me, but you're saying, no, I was disciplining my kids, and they have bruises on them, well, I'm sorry, that is not discipline. You leave bruises on your kids? I've seen worse. in my lifetime, I think, well, I don't think you don't know how to be a parent, especially younger, the younger generation. You know, the teenagers that have babies, they don't use protection when they have sex, they get unprotected sex, a young woman gets pregnant, and then however they have the child. Now, some will take responsibility for their own actions, and others will leave, oh, I'll leave my, my parents to take care of my kid for me. No. If you were, quote, old enough to have sex and get yourself pregnant, then you're old enough to take care of that child and give it the life that, you, that it deserves, not pawn it off on somebody else. You made the mistake. You created a beautiful child, now you don't want the responsibility of taking care of the child? No, then you're not an adult then. Basically, you're a child giving birth to a child. My niece, when I had this conversation with her, one of my nieces, she made it like, oh, well, I want to be a mother at a young age. Yeah, but you know what? It's harder than you think, you know. Just because one of your friends makes it look easy doesn't mean when you have a child at that young age, you're going to lose all your freedom. You're not going to have time to do the things like travel. Take your time before you decide to have children. I mean, you, now you have somebody in your life, but take your time. You know, make sure you're ready. Children are expensive, okay? And you need to save a lot of money for their education, for their care, for everything. You know, one child More than one child, but even one child is expensive, but if you have the financial resources, that's wonderful. But you gotta remember, you have to be ready before you do that. You can't just like, oh, well, you know, I'm ready to be a mother, and then all of a sudden, the pressures of being a young mother. Like teenage mothers, I don't like those teen mom shows because they're not, everyone assumes that they're ready. But, now, if you look at the episodes, you think, well, now I'm taking these kids and I'm pulling them off on my mom and dad and I can go and party with my friends. No! Because then what happens when the child gets confused and assumes that the grandparents are their parents and you're what? You're not even its mother or father because you don't want to take the responsibility of owning your up to and raising your child. There's feelings involved with that. Everybody says, what are the feelings of that? Well... You don't think children have feelings? A child. Let's look at a child for a minute. When you hurt a child, when you hurt a child, when you say hurtful things to a child, and I've seen it, you verbally attack a child, you tell them they're stupid, they're not going to amount to anything, they're no good. You say that at a young age. They get to be a teenager, a young adult. They will have taken everything that you've taught them or have said to them the hurtful words and everything, and they will remember that. And when they get to be at a certain time in their life, they're going to think, well, I can't do anything because I was always told I was a failure, I was stupid, I was this, they're not, they're not going to forget. So you've got to be careful what you say around your own children. Because when they get older, if they still remember the things that you said to them and the things you've done to them, they're not going to want to try anything in life. They're going to be either too scared or they're going to think, well, I'm just going to fail, so I'm not going to do anything. And that's the worst, worst lesson you can ever do to your child, to teach them that they're nothing, that they're nobody. Words hurt. And that's why feelings come into play in that sense. Words do hurt how you attack a person and a child. child, I look at children, I love how they are so interested in exploring different things and exploring life, asking questions. You know, when you're a child yourself, think about in your childhood years, you loved asking questions and learning things and just being inquisitive. And you can see the expressions on their face. But when you start talking down to a child and yelling at them and making them cry, I don't like to see children cry, I'm sorry. And when it's done in front of me, you're, you don't think I'm going to say something? Now, you might think, oh, you don't know anything about children. I may mean, not yet. But I could tell you, when I have my, quote, own kids, I will tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. I will... And I'm the type, because if you can ask my nephews and nieces when they were young, oh, yeah, you know, my aunt was so fun, and she gave us everything, and she made us laugh. I was doing, that's the type of person. I was a fun-loving aunt. Oh, you know, go to the toy store. Whatever they wanted, I would try to get. Or just in general, just take them out somewhere, make them laugh. And now that they're older, you know, you kind of miss those moments because they grew up so quick. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I like to think that in this lifetime, whatever we do in our lifetime shapes us as the human beings we're going to be. So when you teach your children to always give back, to never criticize, right from wrong, you know, all the things that your parents taught you, you want to put them onto your children and hope to God they become productive citizens and they succeed in life and they, you taught them values values and how to treat people and emotions because that's important because people hide emotions people hide their feelings all the time have you ever heard of anybody saying well you know or uh, not showing any emotion I've seen people not show emotions for whatever reason emotions are kind of hard to, to, to you know to live to show some people just don't want to show their emotions they are ashamed What, what's there to be ashamed about really there is no shame any type of emotion you show number one it's a sign of strength crying laughing uh grieving anything is not a weakness it's a sign of strength okay but if you bottle up your emotions and I look at you and think you've never cried you never laughed you never showed grief you never did anything then what are you you're not a human being because you're not showing anything like that. Are you ashamed? Or were you taught at a young age that if you did all that, that's no good? So whoever taught you, taught you wrong. It's okay to show emotions. It's okay to show emotions. It's okay to show that you do care, that you have a measure of compassion, that you care about people. But people nowadays, sometimes they let their emotions get the best of them. You say hurtful things, it comes out of your mouth even before. You can't stop it. That's the worst thing in the world. I've been told, I've been, I've been hurt many, many times throughout my lifetime by the exes, the hurtful things that they said to me, the things that they've done to me. You know what I did? I just blocked it out. There were times when I thought I would never get through it and I did, I got through it. I would talk to myself. I would be my own, quote, therapist, counselor, mentor, advisor, best friend, because I really didn't have anybody to fall back on. And my family wouldn't have understood because my family was of the, well, you know, you you get what you deserve, or, oh, you should have known better. What's the matter with you? You you don't want to hear that from your family. So I kind of took care of everything myself. And I learned to listen. And a lot of people think, wow, you would make a good therapist because you know how to give advice. You know what it is you're talking about. Do you hear the things you say to other people? Why don't you apply them to you? Because if I applied my own advice, it would backfire. And they're like, no. I'm like, yes, it would. <laughs> I know me. I cannot take my own advice. But anyway, so in this day and age, emotions are important. And if you bottle up those emotions, you can do hurtful things. And your health would be at risk. So, let's just take a page back and look at the times when, you know, when you show your emotions, that means you are a caring human being, you have a lot of, a lot of compassion, a lot of, you know, people, you'll show very, very good vibes if you show positive emotions. Negative emotions, don't be a downer, <laughs> oh, I'm this, or you put yourself down, and Because people don't want to hang around with people who are down. But at the same time, there is a strength to that as well. So, I'm just going to let you guys go. And just think about what I said. Emotions. Just let them out. Release them. And don't be ashamed to show the type of emotion you have. Because, again, every emotion you have in your lifetime is a sign of strength. If If we never showed emotion to anything... We wouldn't have soul. We wouldn't have life in us. Think about that for a second. You don't show an ounce of emotion. It's like your poker face. Nothing's hurting you. Nothing's making you cry. Nothing's making you laugh. Nothing's making you happy. How do you live your life like that? That's that's just unrealistic. So I'm going to end this this particular episode with a prayer because, again, that's the new theme, the prayer. And everybody needs prayer. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to relate to anything specific. It could be for good, for bad, for, you know, wishing somebody getting better from an illness, uh, someone who's grieving the loss of a loved one, or someone who's trying to get a measure of happiness in their life. You know, prayer, God, love. Again, they all have this combination. They all go together. So let's play, let's pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you. Have a great week. Take care.